Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. I've shared in previous sermons that in the summer of 2011, I had the opportunity to go to the Holy Land on a Fuller Seminary class trip. And during our journey, we visited the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem, historically considered to be the location of the birth of Jesus Christ. That church was built in 336 AD by Constantine's mother, Helena, and it has served as a place of devotion ever since. And deep inside the church, down some very old, very narrow, very questionable stairs, is the Nativity Grotto that holds the Nativity Altar, historically considered to be the very spot where Jesus Christ was born. That 14-point silver star represents the three sets of 14 generations in Matthew's genealogy of Jesus from Abraham to David, from David to the Babylonian captivity, from the Babylonian captivity to Jesus. It was really moving to kneel at that altar. After we left the Church of the Nativity, we all got back on our tour bus and we drove down the road and a marquee sign on a large building caught my eye. Holy Family Hotel. smiled at the irony of an inn in Bethlehem named after the Holy Family who could find no room in the inn in Bethlehem. And it spoke to me of how Jesus shows up in the most unexpected places, among the most unexpected people, Mary and Joseph, the shepherds and the magi, the people in that Holy Family hotel and the people on the tour bus and all the people everywhere, And you and me, all the ordinary, extraordinary people, Jesus loves and came to save. Ordinary, extraordinary people like Mary, the mother of Jesus. Well, Matthew, the author of the gospel that bears his name and one of Jesus' 12 apostles, tells the story of the birth of Jesus from the perspective of Joseph, Luke, The author of the gospel that bears his name tells the story of the birth of Jesus from the perspective of Mary, perhaps because Mary was one of his sources as he investigated and recorded the story of her son Jesus in his gospel account. In our reading for today, Luke sets the scene by explaining that six months earlier, the angel Gabriel had appeared to Zechariah the priest in the temple and told Zechariah that he and his wife, Elizabeth, will give birth to a son who we will come to know as John the Baptist. And then the angel Gabriel heads north to the village of Nazareth in the region of Galilee, the home of Mary. In the eyes of the world, Mary was ordinary. She was a young woman in a patriarchal society, probably in her mid-teens, engaged to a man named Joseph, whose age we don't know, expecting to marry and settle down 
and be a carpenter's wife. She was Jewish and therefore an ethnic and religious minority under Roman rule. She was poor, giving birth to her son in a borrowed stable and years later burying her son in a borrowed tomb. She was for a time a refugee fleeing with Joseph and her baby Jesus into Egypt to save him from King Herod, and then later returning to Nazareth, a small and unremarkable town near the Sea of Galilee. She likely became a single mother. Joseph is not mentioned in the gospel narrative after the Holy Family visits the temple when Jesus was 12 years old, indicating that Joseph died shortly thereafter. Had we seen Mary in that time and place, would we have even noticed her? In the eyes of God, Mary was extraordinary. As Luke recounts, the angel Gabriel appears to Mary and says, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. And then tells Mary not to be afraid because she has found favor with God. And then the angel Gabriel announces to Mary this moment in history is known as the Annunciation, that she will conceive a child by the power of the Holy Spirit and give birth to the Son of God. Pause for a moment to consider the magnitude of this request. And the angel Gabriel tells Mary that her son will be named Jesus. As we heard in our children's message, a name that means the Lord saves. And Jesus will be great. He will be given the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. Jesus fulfills the promise of the Lord to the people, as we heard in our reading from 2 Samuel 7, that God would raise up a descendant from the line of David to rule forever in steadfast love. And Jesus will be the son of Mary and the son of the Most High. In the central wondrous mystery of our faith, Jesus Christ is fully human and fully divine. The God of all creation joined with us in our humanity. The incarnation of God in Christ that we celebrate on Christmas and every day of the year. And to all of this, Mary says yes. The Lord's call and Mary's response resonates with the call and response of prophets before and after her. Prophets like Isaiah and Samuel and the Apostle Paul. The Lord appears to Mary through supernatural means and gives her a divine commission. She will give birth to the Son of God. Mary states a reasonable objection to this commission. How can this be since I am a virgin? And then Mary receives the assurance that God is committed to her and to the wondrous work she's been given to do, that the Lord is with her and so she can do it. The angel says to Mary, nothing is impossible with God. And then like prophets before and after her, the prophet Mary answers God's call. And like prophets before and after her, the prophet Mary speaks the word of the Lord. 
After the angel Gabriel tells Mary that she will give birth to Jesus, she visits her relative Elizabeth, who is, as Luke notes, experiencing her own miraculous pregnancy. Though she was past the age of bearing children, she is at the time expecting the birth of her son, John, who will one day baptize people in the Jordan River, who will prepare the way for Jesus. And when the young mother of Jesus greets the elderly mother of John, the baby John leaps in his mother's womb, and Elizabeth speaks prophetic words, as will her son one day, blessing Mary and blessing Mary's son Jesus. And in response to this joyous celebration, Mary offers her magnificat, the canticle, the hymn, the song of praise, rejoicing that her child fulfills the promise that God made to Abraham and Sarah that through their family, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Her child fulfills the hope and expectation of the descendants of Abraham that God would send the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one who will heal the people and restore creation and bring ultimate and lasting peace. Her child will bring good news to the poor and set the captives free and proclaim the Lord's goodwill to all the Lord has made. And this Jesus did. As a man in ministry, Jesus set people free from demonic oppression and healed people of debilitating diseases. He called tax collectors and fishermen and women to be his disciples. He ate with outcasts and welcomed children. He fed hungry crowds and said that the poor and the meek and the peacemakers are blessed. He called out the injustice of the rich and powerful, and he taught us that the greatest commandments, the most important thing, the highest law, is love. Love God with your whole being and love your neighbor as yourself. In his words, in his actions, in his life, Jesus made known to each and every person he encountered that they were no less and no more than beloved children of God. That he came to save everyone, including those society might deem not worth saving. That his love for us all is without condition and without end. Jesus makes known that we are all of us, ordinary, extraordinary people, made and loved and saved by the Lord and called to place our trust in him. Mary trusted in the Lord and gave birth to Jesus. And she continued to trust in the Lord after Jesus was born. She lovingly and faithfully raised her son she was there at the cross when he died to free us from death forever. She was there at the tomb when he rose again to life to give us life eternal. She was with the other disciples in the upper room on the day of Pentecost when the Spirit came and filled them to proclaim the gospel after Jesus ascended into heaven. She cherished in her heart her experiences with Jesus. 
She lived and told the Christmas story we celebrate in this and every season. She embodied the good news that God fulfills his promise of salvation in her child, Jesus Christ. In the words of Martin Luther, St. Bernard declared there are here three miracles that God and humankind should be joined in this child, that a mother should remain a virgin, and that Mary should have such faith as to believe that this mystery would be accomplished in her. The last is not the least of the three. The virgin birth is a mere trifle for God. That God should become human is a greater miracle. But most amazing of all, is that this maiden should credit the announcement that she, rather than some other, had been chosen to be the mother of God. She held fast to the word of the angel because she had become a new creature. Even so must we be transformed and renewed in heart from day to day. This is for us the hardest part. Not so much to believe that Jesus is the Son of the Virgin and of God, as to believe that Son of God is ours. As we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, may we follow the example of his mother Mary. May we respond in faith to God's grace and answer the Lord's call, here am I, the servant of the Lord. May we embody in our words, in our actions, in how we live our lives every day, the truly good news of life and salvation in Jesus Christ. May we remember that we are, all of us, ordinary, extraordinary people. And it is ordinary, extraordinary people. We are called by our Savior to love. Amen. Thanks for listening. Each week's episode is edited by Nick Cox. Music performed by our St. John's Worship Band. Sermons by me, Pastor Jen Shaw. Make sure to subscribe to hear each week's message. If you'd like to know more about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, to share the life-giving word and do the life-giving work of Jesus, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.